Hello and welcome everybody. Today we're talking about the difference between being alone and being lonely. I think that there is a world of difference between those two things and I've had a lot of experience in my life of some pretty intense forms of solitude. I have spent extended periods alone in nature without much in the way of like comforting technological distractions and um yeah, I've, I've learned a few things on this front, and I just want to share some really simple thoughts or lessons that I've gleaned from my experience, because we're living in an era of intense disconnection, alienation, aloneness, and loneliness, and it's kind of sad because often we end up missing really beautiful opportunities in life because um, the technology that we're all using is so kind of seductive and just sucks us into it and um, it turns what could be these sacred opportunities to connect with ourselves or the world around us just into some mash of distraction and that leads me to my first of three lessons that I want to share today which is um, if you want to be alone in a way that's productive and healing and positive and beneficial, actually be alone. And what I mean by that is when I'm on my phone by myself, I'm not really alone. I'm kind of possessed by something. There's like this vortex in my hand that's sucking me into this mass consciousness and uh, while I'm not getting the nutrition of a real connection, I'm not getting like actual r embodied connection with another person. Um, I'm I'm not getting any kind of connection to myself usually either because I'm being distracted, usually in a way that isn't very enlightening. Or <laughs> you know, sometimes it can be very enriching. And that's why I create stuff. I hope that what I create is um, a catalyst for positive movements in people's lives. In my own personal experience, in order for my solitude to feel like something healthy, I have to, as part of it, put down the phone, step away from the technology, take the earphones out, and actually be present with this guy here named Miles. And one of my ways of implementing that into my daily life, because I'm a lone wolf, I, I spend a lot of time alone in my daily life, and I'm strangely content and happy. And I think a part of it is because every day I go for a long walk in nature, and I'm not distracted by technology, I can actually feel my feelings and be with them, and I, I can also be witness to the beauty of the natural world. And it's like implementing that into my life has like saved my life. It's so significant because I don't have the best habits with technology otherwise. I just do these certain things where I step away from it and I step into an, a kind of intimacy with myself or with the natural world that's really, really important for my mental health. And I know that I have friends for whom being alone is really challenging. Like, I'll see them 
kind of squirm and avoid being just present in silence by themselves because there's something about it that can be very intimate and it can be almost awkward in the way that it would be awkward for like a middle-aged father to hang out with his 17-year-old punk son when they haven't really been together alone in silence for ages. You know, there's this distance that's grown between them. They don't even know how to talk to each other. The idea of them going for a walk alone in nature together is kind of horrifying. Um, But it's also really, really important. And, you know, in awkward social situations, it's like pretty easy to just acknowledge that it's awkward and smooth it out and carry on. And, um, yeah, sometimes being alone can feel like that too like the things that come up are uncomfortable sometimes but they just come up and that's why I like walking personally in nature because I feel like sitting alone uh, is more conducive to being stagnant emotionally and mentally for me whereas moving my body when I'm alone is it's more conducive to like feelings and thoughts like moving and digesting and metabolizing I think I think of it as a walking meditation, and I think it's really, really powerful. Um, but everybody's got a different way. Everybody's got a different proclivity. That's just mine. But I do think that for most of us, creating some space in our lives where we're actually present and connecting with ourselves um, is really, really, really important. Because for me, that feels like that's how I heal emotionally and that's how I grow and I get inspiration and there's just so much that happens in that empty space. Giving myself that in my daily life is this magical elixir. It's so good for my mental health because I can take all my sadness and my anger and my frustration into it and they evolve, they shift. I don't will them out of existence. They just, maybe I see the brilliance in them. Maybe they become a piece of writing that's really, really powerful. Or they're an idea for my next video or whatever. It's just, um, that all happens for me in the moments where I put down the distraction and I'm actually connecting to myself or my environment. And that brings me to the second thing I wanted to share today, which is... um, I think it's really good to fill your aloneness with beautiful things that you love. And and this is kind of related to what I was just talking about. It's very easy in this day and age to just kind of get sucked into um, technology and, and waste away the alone time when really there's this empty canvas and so many things are possible in it. In the last few years, I wrote two books, and the catalyst for that was a period where I stopped using my phone and computer um, for entertainment because I was having some some headaches that were seemingly related to overusing technology. And when I had to take a little break, I started writing, and it kicked off this passion and this like very fruitful creative period that I'm still kind of in and even though my technology habits aren't great anymore (laughs) um, I still do try to take a break from it like for a little bit every day from my phone or just from technological distraction Um, 
But I do think that filling up the empty space in, in our lives, the alone time with things that are like creative for me, like writing. I also have a guitar here. I like to play the guitar and sing. I'm not particularly good at it. And I don't try to really like, you know, it's just fun. It's just expressive. It's just something beautiful. And I skateboard. And again, it's, that's not like a serious thing. It's a form of play and dance and expression. And it's so incredible. It's such a shockingly nourishing soul food. And I just have a few things like that, like harvesting wild medicines and and studying them and learning about them. Um, these are things that fill my the solitude parts of my life with excitement and love and beauty and connection. There's actual um, vibrant life in these different parts of my life. Like writing a book is for me. It's as exciting as um, like being in love with somebody and being like learning about them. And it's just so exciting and invigorating and beautiful. And and um, yeah, it, it gives so much energy to my life. And again, I think everybody's going to have different things, but the the empty space is such a profound opportunity to explore different things that we would like to explore. For a lot of people, it might be really simple things like going for bike rides or meditating or playing an instrument or doing something really badass like making knives or shooting guns. I don't know. <laughs> like It's going to be really different for every person. Um, but... Those are the things that transform like idleness and this feeling of hopeless loneliness into something exciting and fun and filled with love and life. And these things generally tend to help us connect to the greater world as well. Like me going and writing books gives me something to talk to people about and it gives me a reason to do new social things. And, and it's just there's... Yeah, like having passions, being passionate about things, I feel like it it helps us connect to people, help us connect to humanity. And that brings me to my last thought, which is look for ways that you can connect. Like if you're feeling really isolated and starved for connection, um, it can be really surprising when you start to think with a more open mind like wait a minute who could I actually like call up right now and talk to and see how they're doing in life that I haven't talked to in years how many people do I have that I could just talk to they could be friends they could be family they could be old acquaintances um, and for most of us as we live our lives there tends to be a growing number of these types of people who would like to hear from us. So sometimes when I actually feel like lonely despair, and I do feel this, it's a surprisingly small amount of the time in my life, but I do feel like that kind of like deep, gnashing, crushing loneliness occasionally. And sometimes what I've been experimenting with doing a little bit 
is when I feel that maybe it's a day where I just really want to connect with somebody and my friends are all busy and there's just nobody available that I can think of to connect to. Um, I'll just be like, wait a minute, go deeper. You're just going to your regulars. Think bigger. Like, is there someone that you could write to right now and share some love with that you've been putting off? Is there someone that you know would would that you care about and you could just express that? They could be across the world. You could have not seen them in five years. It could be kind of awkward because you don't know if they think about you. But um, yeah, there for me, there's usually a few people in that category that I could reach out to. Like there might be someone who whose friend died recently and I've been thinking about, oh, I want to reach out to them. I want to kind of share my love for that friend who passed away and just share my condolences. When I write that and send it, uh, it might not even be well received by the person, but I've I've like exercised some muscle of connection. So it does something healthy to me. And I've been trying to do that more um, because I think it can be very easy to be passive and to just kind of retract into isolation and aloneness. Um, but it's, it's also very easy to be more active. It's like more creative and it's more fulfilling to be like, man, I really feel like connecting with someone right now. Who can I just like talk to? I could talk to my neighbor or whatever it is. There's, I think that there's often a lot more opportunities to connect around us than we might realize, at least for myself. And I'm probably not that unique. So yeah, I guess I've been challenging myself to open my mind and kind of expand my horizons and really appreciate and recognize um, the amount of connection that's possible when I'm sometimes feeling like, oh, I'm so alone, I'm so lonely. It's like, are you? Are you really? Um, it's good to challenge myself when I'm in that state. Anyhow, that's all I wanted to share today, you guys. Just some simple thoughts and ideas on the, the difference between aloneness, which can be a beautiful, sacred thing. For someone like me, it's kind of like part of a healthy life is some amount of space to breathe and connect with myself versus loneliness, which to me is often like a stagnant, isolated, disconnected thing where for me it's often the product of overusing technology and when I pull myself away from that some different wheels get moving and I start getting more kind of inspired and creative in the ways that I could use this sacred life anyhow Again, just some thoughts. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, you can let me know. You can comment. You can like. You can subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And if you're interested in checking out my books, you will find links to them in the show notes or in the description. My two most recent books will be linked down there. They're both autobiographical stories, uh, learning about grief and loneliness and personal power, all sorts of the juicy, deep stuff, relationships, love, loss. Um, yeah, if you're interested, check them out. You can uh, listen, I think, to the first chapter of both and read the first chapter of both, I think. Yeah, probably somewhere. I should know these things. <laughs> Anyhow, um, if you're interested, check it out. And thank you so much for listening or watching. I really appreciate it. And 
Until next time, take care.